Good afternoon, and welcome to Barely Adequate with Chris and Jay. Who loves you? Jay loves you. <laughs> you going Kojak style on? That's right, baby. Where's my loves fucking you, lollipop? <laughs> you got too much hair to be Telly Savalas. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Jay. That's Chris. We are doing a podcast. You are listening to a podcast. It is going to be awesome. I can almost guarantee it. I would guarantee it, except for the fact that it might not be awesome. That's true. We, we've been known to be pitiful now and then, but hey, we try. Hey, anyway, so what is going on there, Chris? Uh, well, uh, I did, today is my monthly check-in for, uh, oh. my progress. As opposed to your time of the month. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm a slightly, I, I accept it, but I'm a little disappointed in the number on the scale, but I'm not living by the number on the scale anymore. I've, I've come to that decision. But, uh, Measurement wise, I'm about a half, half inch down, down on my hips and a half inch up on my chest. So, but I know I'm, the weight this morning is up just over a pound from what I was a week ago Sunday. But I know part of that is probably due to, I actually did hydrate pretty hard yesterday. And, uh, I know I did have a little more sodium style snacks and dinner last night. And I have bumped up my workouts a little bit. I mean, I've been getting a little more intense with it. And so there could be just that little hair of muscle, muscle mass growth. There's the bit of the water retention or whatever, but you know, I feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling healthier. In my opinion, when I look in the mirror, I'm looking better too. So I'm not so worried about the little bump in the scale. Would it be nice to get, get it down? Always. But I'm not like, damn it, damn it, damn it, beating myself up like I used to when the number was not going the way I wanted it to. I don't worry about the scale for a completely different reason, uh, mostly because mine will fluctuate very widely with not much effort, uh-huh. <laughs> like not pay attention to what I'm eating and just have like a week or two where I, I'm busy and don't eat right, and I'll lose 5 or 10 pounds. I bounce between 175 and 185 almost at will. Um, so it's pretty funny how varied uh, my weight can be from day to day. Actually, that's which is not true. Most of the time, it's right around 178, 180. But it can bounce as high as 185 if I eat really good for a couple of days, or drop as low as 175 if I don't eat good for two or three days. Yeah. See, for me, I've been stuck in about the same five, six pound range for. Yeah, it feels like last eight months. That I've got. I've gotten. The high, heaviest I've been at was after the holidays that I did jump up to like 237. But the lowest I've been down to, I did get down to 229. Or no, I got down to uh, just, yeah, I got down to about 229. And that's where I'd like to be. I want to be about 225, 220 is my eventual goal weight is where I'd be happy to just stay in that, that range. So I've got that, that 10 pounds I need to, I know it's diet wise. I know I'm doing the exercise. I know I'm putting in the time that way, but I know I need to cut back on the crap. Yeah. Just cut back on the food in general. You can eat crap if you want to. You just have to cut back on the calories. <laughs> no, yeah. I've, I've, I've found crap generally hence crap tends to have more calories per square inch. So if you eat nothing but crap and stay and stay in your calorie range, you're probably gonna be fucking hungry. Um, but you won't die. <laughs> you got that. You got the amount of calories that you needed for the day. That's well, why, uh, you know, uh, fucking, uh, uh, those high calorie diet, you know, items are fucking dangerous. It's because you don't just eat that and stop. <laughs> Well, it's not, it's not even necessarily the portion part of it. It's just, I know, uh, even the way I feel, my body feels, this whole thing of it's, it's what, what kind of fuel do you want to put in your engine? I know when I put the, the cheap little discount corner Mexican 
sorry, shouldn't say that part. <laughs> but the that cheap little rundown gas station that you know, oh yeah, they're always five cents cheaper than everyone else. Yeah, but like Ralphie Mae said, I don't. There's leaves in my fucking gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Versus if I you know pay that bit extra and go to Chevron, Shell, or Exxon and get some of that uh, Tecron or something else added in that's going to get my system running real clean. My body feels better, my energy levels better, and I know I'm metabolizing things better. And it right. does, that's when I know I'm feeling better. I know I, I did a little bit of, I've been better with, you know, like, uh, the other night we had a retirement dinner for one of uh, my coworkers and, uh, the burger itself was not the healthiest of things, but I did, it was within my calories still for the day and I got the side salad instead of the fries. So I'm, I'm doing better on cutting back on the fried stuff. Trying to cut back on the sweets. I admit the sweets were a little up and down this week because, uh, well, last weekend with uh, our water heater getting repaired and having to dismantle part of our pantry to get into where the water heater is. Very small house, folks. But uh, (laughs) with going through and reorganizing the pantry then, it's like, oh, this is like a week past out date or just close to out date. I need to use these things up. So I baked like four or five different things last week. So there's been miscellaneous grazing there. But to, to look at my calorie count for the week, I was dead on. I, I, I had one day that I was over my calories for the day, uh, by about 600. But by the end of the week, uh, looking at my fitness pal for Monday through Sunday, I was over my total calorie, net calorie goal by only 140 calories. Hmm. Yeah, see, I don't count mine and like, if you look at like my diet today, you would assume that my diet is fucking horrible, which it kind of is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I got up, I had a, a muscle milk, muscle drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I had a banana. Uh, then I had, um, a whole bunch of coffee <laughs> with a little, with some creamer in it. So the creamer in it's not that good, but I don't, I don't add sugar. I just add flavored creamer. Right. Um, which has plenty of which sugar, is sugar. That happened, which is sugar, <laughs> right? That's why I've never understood people that would add that and sugar. I'm like, wow, it wasn't sweet enough, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I had a yogurt parfait, which is, uh, I guess Ooh. fairly good. Then I had two bagels, uh, big everything bagels, mm-hmm. uh, and then three slices of deep dish, uh, buffalo ranch pizza, pizza rather. <laughs> and that's what I've had for di- for a deep today. And that's probably about it. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna have a protein bar, and I might have a handful of walnuts or uh, dried fruit. Yeah. And that'll be that. I mean, so is that bad? Moderately. It's not horrible. I mean, it depends on depends on how bad you consider pizza and, and breads. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's the that's the whole difference. If I said right now what I've eaten today, I mean, it's granted it's an unfair comparison because one, you get up at what time in the morning? Yeah, I get, yeah, exactly. I am literally, like I said, I'm, I've, I've listed my entire day's worth of food. Right. I, I literally have a protein bar and maybe, like I said, some walnuts ahead of me. And I'm going to bed, uh, four or five in three and a half hours now. Yeah. Versus so. I've been up for about three hours myself right now because I don't get up till about nine. Well, the only reason I got up at nine this morning is because I had a chiropractor appointment. Right. But well, oh, I've, now, I've had I've had some water. I've had a cup of coffee. Well, look at yesterday instead. Muscle. Obviously, look at look at yesterday instead. Yeah. Um. Now, and keep in mind those. I, I drink a lot of. I drink lately. I've been drinking a lot of coffee with the creamer. You could probably add several hundred calories just from the fucking coffee with creamer. I would imagine. Right. Um. But two things to consider. Uh. Before when you're comparing it to your food, I I already get 
almost 500 calories more than you do just because of how much bigger I am than you. Right. Like whenever you, whenever we figure out the well, calorie you're tra- wise. You're trying, yeah, you're trying to gain versus. No, no, just to maintain. I mean, I put just at a maintain weight. What you, what you say that they, so you're supposed to have 1900? No, that's not maintain. My maintain's like 23. 23? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, see, my maintains are not too much far farther from each other. My maintain's like 2500 or something to main, for me to maintain 180. Right. Um, um, if they want for me to get, to gain, uh, for one, for me to gain the 200, what I wanted to do, it, it kicked me up to fucking 3,500. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now, but for, but like, you also have to keep in mind, I burn more than about a thousand calories a day though for working out. So my food right. really is 3,500. Yeah. Versus, versus my workout. I'm looking at, uh, I don't know, on, I'd say on average for the past week I did, I did five workouts, five workout days. I actually did Red Hot Core four times last week because I, I, was, I was slightly over my calories last night. So I'm like, uh, yeah, blow the belt's not going to kill it all by itself. So I had to throw on that other 14 minutes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been, I'm, well, yeah, to break it down, because what, uh, my numbers for last week, I did 222 minutes of total workout and I think I had, uh, 2,205 calories burned. So I'm right, hitting, see? yeah, I'm hitting right. about 400 a day. See, that's, that's when they, that there's, this is why it doesn't really matter what I eat as long as I don't get fucking ludicrous because I do about 6,000 calories a week. Right. Right. And we've had that conversation before. Obviously, most people can't do eight hours a week of working, of working out. Right. <laughs> it's just that they, they don't have the time. And so I, that's a whole work day of working out. I work for a day just trying to, trying to burn calories. <laughs> um, and I, yet I still get a gut. Everyone tells me I don't. <laughs> but it feels like I do. Like I can grab my stomach and move stuff around. That would, yeah. You know, that might just be skin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's all right. What, what are you gonna do, right? Um, mm-hmm. As far as far as burning calories go, uh, I mean, one of many ways I burn calories is losing my train of thought. Because you know, then I'll just sit there and go, "Fuck, what the thing I was? What the yeah. fuck was I gonna talk about?" And that burns quite a few calories, believe it or not. Yeah. So Brain normally, what extras. I yeah, normally what I do at that point is just kind of go, huh, and be quiet and hope that my podcast partner picks up the uh, uh-huh. conversation. Huh. Yeah. For myself, uh, yeah, like I said, that uh, my workouts have been going good for the week. Um, I'm staying on target with those. Um, I am thinking about stepping up in different ways or change, changing up my workouts in some way. But, uh, I, yeah, actually I'm thinking, uh, well, yeah, I told my massage therapist that this morning because she was saying, that, saying, your shoulders are really tight. And I'm like, well, I do a lot of push-ups. But. Oh, note to self. Uh, next time, let's not start with the exercise stuff. <laughs> I thought about that. It's probably the least interesting thing we talk about on our entire show. So, I know, but. So maybe but not how, start with it next time. Sorry, okay. guys. But We're how, almost done. Yeah, but how many of the geek shows that I watch do you watch? Exactly. Know. So oh, this yeah, is this is the it's... common ground that gets us rolling. All right, I figured that was I figured we could use it as the middle ground that we can rely on because I'm sure you we can always come up with one or two oh, so topics. This, this is this is the fail safe that when we're stall stall stall. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean that that and MMA. You know? Yeah, lots of people, lots of people like which MMA. We did have that, which we did have that over the weekend too. <laughs> yeah, someone actually said to me that they thought that Ronda Rossi was going to lose. I'm like, no, no. The way I go, this, I, don't, I, go I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't bet your house, but if you have a spare house, <laughs> bet that one. <laughs> Fucking, come on, yeah. 14 seconds. 
14 I, seconds. I've never, I've never seen an arm bar that way. Oh yeah, they call it a uh, reverse she, arm bar. Or, yeah, she or, said the under under the arm arm bar is what she called. She was talking about it in the post fight interview. But I, I had deep sympathy for Kat Zingano and her for, her first words with Joe Rogan on the mic summed it up perfectly. <laughs> She's like, he's like, how do you feel about this? And, and she just paused for a second and just goes, fuck. <laughs> I want to do it again. I, just, I want yeah. to do that third two. Just, Fuck. Yeah, I found I saw a gif of the entire fight. It's pretty yes. bad. Yeah, and it would. I mean, it was scary. I mean, the knee. It was. I don't know. It was moderately close, but uh, right. obviously, Rosy saw it coming and stepped to the side. You know, she, they, didn't, she didn't put much much height on it. It looked like she kind of. I wasn't sure if she was committed to that flying knee or if she was like faking to the knee to get in. Right. The way it, it, came, like, I she was, it looked like she was committed, but she was looking for a gut shot, possibly, as opposed to trying to do a flying knee to uh, the face. Gotcha. Know? Right. You know, like she was going to do a solid gut side or check. If it gut was, thing. Or if it was one of those things of, you know, just trying to be that, that move ahead if she thought that Rousey's going to come in and try to grapple. And right. so you and throw then, the knee up and try to catch her in the head as she's coming in for the takedown. Right, and then grabbed her and, and flipped and flipped around yes. her right the fuck over her in her head, which basically gave her the momentum she need, needed to keep on rolling and fucking and do the exact same fucking thing as far as I could see to yep. the cat. I mean, yeah. exactly. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> it was like, roll, roll. I'm like, did you guys work that out beforehand backstage? <laughs> and then, you know, and once it was on the ground, it was, it was so fucking quick, yo. It was, oh, yeah. you know, cat going, oh, what the fuck just happened? I landed on my What? Oh, shit. Yeah, and that was that. Yeah. yeah, that's what she she said that in the post-fight, too. She's saying, and I have my hand on her leg, and I grab in the leg, and next I know I'm tapping the leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I bet $30,000 in fake money on uh, on Rosie. That was uh, oh. easy $6,000, I think, it got me. Six or seven or something like that. It was either 6000 or 9000 from that. Uh, then I made two thousand dollar bets on uh, uh, on underdogs that paid off six to one, mm-hmm. um, and one of them paid off, which was which was good because the part which because the other one did not, which fucked up the five thousand I dropped on a parlay. Right. Uh, so I that was so that broke me even basically because uh, you know the the six thousand I won paid for the one thousand that I lost and the five thousand that I lost. Yeah. Um, and then the ten thousand that I bet on uh, the guy fighting the reanimated corpse of Kid Yamamoto, uh, I, they end up giving back to me because it was called a no contest, uh-huh. which bummed me out because I knew for a fucking fact that that. And they had they had the guy fighting Yamamoto as the underdog, nonetheless, a slight <laughs> one, like a like a a one ninety or something. So I bet yeah. ten grand on him. I'm like, fuck yeah, give me nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> and they and then Yamamoto pokes him in the eye. I'm like, oh god damn it, dude. Yeah. Which means right. that asshole's gonna fight again, and I don't care. I don't care who they fight up against. I'm betting against that dude. <laughs> I did. I did enjoy uh, seeing uh, uh, Jake Ellenberger make uh, Josh Koshtek, uh foam at the mouth like a rabid dog. Yeah, yeah. I th- I'm, now my picking, on the other hand, is where the bragging stops because I've been. I've had a shitty season this year. Yes, you have. One of my worst, if not my worst ever. Uh, the only thing making up for it is I'm just killing it on the betting. Uh, but we only have one more event left, and I have no clue what bets to make yet. Nothing jumps out at me as going, oh, fuck yeah, let's bet on that. So if I've used my normal strategy is I is find three underdogs to pick, uh, divide, uh, divide my money up into four quarters, you know, uh, 
basically bet one third of it on each of the underdogs and um, I mean one quarter on three underdogs and the last quarter on the parlay for those three underdogs. Uh, that's how I normally do it when I'm c- continuing the season. Cause if one of them, uh, the way the money normally works out, if one of them hits, I kind of break even. Yeah. If two of them hit, I make a fair amount of money cause they're underdogs. If all three of them hit, I make an insane amount of money cause I, cause of the parlay I put on them as well. But that's how I went from, uh, like fifteen hundred to forty thousand dollars two events ago, right? Because when because all three of them hit plus the parlay, yeah. But that's not the kind of type of betting you want to do for the last event of the season. Um, I'm a, I'm a it's fake money, so I'm a blow your load kind of guy. When right, it comes exactly. To the last why event. exactly? Why would I mean? Not only did I not uh, I was last before this event I was number ten out of uh, nine hundred and seventy something that people. Right. Uh, winning seven thousand dollars, so yeah, I, I went from forty-seven thousand to fifty-five thousand. Dropped yeah. me from tenth to thirteenth. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other people who have around the same amount of money had, did better than I did. Right. Because uh, it's once you have more money, it's easier to make more money. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Just ask Dollar Height. Yeah, who fucking ended up having what do you end up with like fucking three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars at the yeah. end of the season? I can't unless I hit another ludicrous parlay, there's no way I could beat him. Uh beat him as our all time winner. But it and I, see and that's the thing. Do I wanna take the honors of winning our league this season? I can just by not making a bet. <laughs> right. But that's no fun. So like like you said, I'm gonna go fucking all out and uh bet the farm and see what I get. Yeah. I don't um yeah, I gotta remember to post up because I forgot. It's one of our UK or Irish friends that uh, was interested in joining the league, and I, f- I forgot which one when we started up this this last season. And uh, <laughs> I thought it was Andrew McCarroll, but I was I was wrong. It might actually be either uh, it might actually be Karen Flanagan. I'll have to I'll have to talk I'll have to chat with him because well yeah the next next event we're making picks on is on the fourteenth. Uh, I peeked at that to see how much we got left in, in the season. And I just realized I need to flip my calendar because we're in the March now. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm almost time for me to go back to my real job. Yeah, I've got the my my count my wall calendar. I've got for this year is uh, the oatmeal, and I'm, I'm reluctant to flip the February one because it's this great comic strip about uh, it's his uh, love letter to sriracha. Ah. <laughs> so uh, in. In uh, life events, I bought a bed. That you did. Yes, I, need I did. To get one. <laughs> I bought a king size bed. Did you not sleep single anymore? I'm not sleeping single anymore. And you know, uh, with the, with the girlfriend, you know, uh, we tried having her come over and spend a night, a couple nights. Uh, but a full size bed is probably not a big enough bed for the average two people to really comfortably yeah. sleep in. Yeah, I uh, used to do that. <laughs> Enough for me. Uh, I, I, as we've mentioned multiple times, uh, I am six seven. Uh, my girlfriend's not short. She's, I want to say five eight or something like that, uh-huh. or maybe five nine. She's tall for a girl. Um, and so that was not cutting it. So I got a king size bed. <laughs> a couple things to note. One, a king size bed's fucking big. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, it became within six inches to a foot of me not having a bed in my room because I have a small bedroom. There's literally, <laughs> literally no furniture anymore in this bedroom. I took the furniture, I took the dresser out, and I knew the dresser wasn't going to make, I wasn't going to have any room for it, and I never use it. Basically, it was a storage for clothes that I didn't like anymore. So, 
And once I threw out everything I hadn't worn in more than a year, uh, everything I owned fit into my laundry basket. So now <laughs> it was amazing. I, I have to ask, did you actually take measurements before you tried to fit this bed in? Nope. That's what yeah. I thought. Just eyed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's why we, you may like, have well, been, we, you may have been okay with a queen versus a king. <laughs> right. Right. No. No. Well, the queen we knew we knew better because the, the, the difference is a little tip for you. If you're worried about getting something into it, get the king, not the queen, because queens use their own mattress springs. A king uses two twin size mattress springs. Mm. So the you know, as we all know, it's not the mattress that's the issue because those have a little bit of flexibility to them. Uh, it's the mat, it's the box springs, right? Right. But king size bed uses two box springs, not one. So they're oh. you know they're uh, now my mattress was still a little interesting because I didn't buy a regular mattress. I bought a Sealy iComfort Genius. Uh, it's one of those memory foam mattresses. And I was uh, say it sounds like you're putting the I I in front of it. It sounds like it's programmable. No, it is not, but it is a memory foam mattress. It's an Apple product. It is. Yeah, I know. People, so, uh, if, they could, if they could have trademarked that little lowercase i in front of something, they would have be fucking suing the shit out of people left and right. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, now, the reason I say iComfort Genius is because iComfort has a whole bunch of different models. The different models are their different firmnesses, for the most part. There might be, some of them might uh, um, indicate more luxurious models. Uh, however, the more expensive models are just normally the softer ones because they have different types of foam. I got the Genius because I wanted a firm mattress, and it is the firmest mattress they make as far as right. the memory foam ones go, which probably makes it the firmest mattress they make, period. It feels like a fucking rock. <laughs> a, a, you, 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 you sit on it, and it, it feels like a board. But then as you lie there for a second, you slowly sink into it, and all of a sudden, you know, um, I'm having, I had a couple issues with it and I knew I might, uh, I was going with how hard my current mattress was, you know, and, and it's a very, a very firm mattress. Uh, right. I knew I needed a very firm mattress cause I'd went on vacation recently and stayed in hotel rooms and they have very soft mattresses and it fucking sucks. Some, like some of them do. Well, most, although at least the ones that I was at had soft mattresses okay. and I didn't, I didn't like them at all. Um, however, this bed was even firmer than my bed. So I knew there might be an issue. I considered buying the medium firmness one, but it was way too soft. Uh, and I was right. There was an issue. It was too firm. My shoulders hurt, um, which is kind of a bummer on a brand new mattress. Uh, but I was prepared. I knew it might happen. Uh, so I went out to the uh, Mart of Walls and uh, spent 50 bucks on one of those cheap uh, mattress pillow toppers. Right. Which, uh, which at the Mart of Walls is actually not a cheap one. That's actually a fairly nice one, according to them. Um, trust me, they had much cheaper. <laughs> um, and uh, that seems to have fixed the problem. My my shoulders are still sore, but not as sore as they were on a daily basis with my old mattress. So I'm at, I'm at that point that I'm at pro- yeah. If I can swing it, besides all the other expenses that keep popping up here and there, I probably going to recommend this one. It's my shoulder issues aside, it's very nice. Yeah. Uh, and like that was like a, uh, mostly because I, I'm a multi, um, I'm a multi-position sleeper. So it makes a, there's no such thing as a perfect mattress for me. <laughs> I yeah. spend about four, it's about fifty to sixty percent of the time on my stomach, or uh, no, about forty percent of the time on my stomach, about ten or fifteen percent of the time on my back, and about twenty to thirty percent on each shoulder. So which is the issue with the shoulder thing? Right. If most most shoulder sleepers want a really soft bed. Yeah. 
but I spend enough time on my stomach that a really soft bed fucks up my back because my stomach tends will sink in to the bed more than my shoulders and hips. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden your all of a sudden your back is bending backwards. Right. Not cool. Then you flip over and lie on your back, and you're all of a sudden you're bowed in that way, which is not as uncomfortable as the first way, but still not great. Um, well, with a really soft bed, only on your side are you comfortable. Yeah, that's what I, for me. I'm I'm a side sleeper, and yeah, so you, that's you, why it's it's been. Just, you don't do any stomach or back at all, really. No, no back back. If I do, it's uh, incidental, and just because of my <laughs> my chronic sinus congestion. If I sleep flat on my back, I snore like a motherfucker. Uh, and it wakes myself up. <laughs> so I'm, I'm apparently apparently a stomach sleeper is pretty rare. Um, I, I, and I do a fair yeah. amount of that. So, but, uh, but yeah, our, our mattress guy, we've had ours for probably going on ten years now, and it's I mean, yeah, I, you're as, I'm, as I'm sitting here in my recording studio, staring at it, even with the comforter and the blanket spread out on top of it, you can see where there's just that little bit of concave on my wife's side and a little bit of concave on my side, and we do rotate it. It's one of those style of mattresses though that's got the the stitched in pillow top so you can't you can rotate the mattress but you can't flip the mattress right right i'm not supposed to be able to i don't think i can flip this one either same deal yeah rotate it but you can't flip it yeah they don't i don't think they make too many flip mattresses anymore yeah we're sounding like we're sounding like a couple of fucking old men now we're talking about our fitness we're talking about our mattresses and (laughs) next thing we're gonna be talking about how irregular we've gotten or something (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, no, <laughs> let's not do that. No. Uh, okay. Well, let, let's make it a little bit more immature. Uh, video games. I uh, I switched from playing Battlefield Four on uh, PlayStation Four to playing it on the PC. Uh-huh. Mostly because uh, I have friends that play it on the PC. I don't really know anyone who plays it on Battlefield Four. Uh, and the f- friends that I know who play it on PC uh, live in the same house as me, so <laughs> so it makes it a little easier to play with them than other people. Uh, I don't really have a gaming computer. I re- really, we actually had to uh, rig my computer to even work, have it work. Uh, yeah, it, so, it I saw you looking for some hardware over the weekend. Yeah. Well, it turns out the computer has a video card. It was just a little tiny baby video card. I took it out. And I was like, oh, look at the little baby video card. It's got a little fan on it about the size of a half dollar. It goes, Bzzz. I'm like, oh, it looks like it thinks it's doing something. <laughs> So so we took the little baby video card out and we put a manly card in there. Not not a brand new one, but basically last generation, my roommate's constantly, you know, working on this stuff and it runs uh battlefield so this basically this video card is probably four or five years old anyways. Right. But that's still better than the baby video card. Uh yeah. the issue being it, my computer's a couple years old and the video card's four or five years old. The computer's a piece of shit bullshit computer. Uh, with a low-end power supply that only had SATA uh, connections for power. Mm-hmm. And this is a video card that had a six-pin uh, PCI Express uh, connection for it. Uh-huh. So we went to, or I went to uh, several computer stores, told them what I needed, and they told me I was crazy. That doesn't work. They don't make that. Despite <laughs> the fact that I could find it on the Internet. I'm like, look, I, I, I actually ordered one. <laughs> It'll be here on Thursday. I don't need it now, but it was like $3, so I'm not worried about yeah. it. Um, you know, uh, I made a mistake and not look, you know, and I should have just showed them a picture of it on the Internet, you know. But I explained it to them, like, oh, no, no, we don't carry that. So I finally went back the next day, and they're right, they didn't carry that, but they carried two parts that made the same thing. <laughs> right. You know, all I did was buy a SATA to... Uh, four pin, which they call a Molex connection, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then bought then what I bought one there was a Molex to fucking six pin connection. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, lo and behold, fucking I have created the cable I needed from what you had, despite the fact you've told me that not only does that type of cord not exist, even if it did exist, that wouldn't work. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so brought it home, put it together. Uh, you know, turned it on, and lo and behold, once I loaded drivers for the uh, video card, it worked just fine. Yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not bat- running Battlefield 4 on its ultra connections. Uh, I'm actually running it on medium. Mm-hmm. Um, but on medium, I'm getting, uh, I don't know, 50 to 70, maybe 80 uh, frames per second, uh, which is fine. You know, anything over 30 is, is gravy, basically. You don't want to drop below 30. Like, it's shitty. Yeah. Um, See, for it's good me enough the, for me to play. Yeah, for me, the limitations, because I... Uh, with my current laptop, when I got it, I was gearing up for playing uh, MechWarrior Online when it first was still. When it's, I got into the the closed beta testing for that and was enjoying it and playing, and then I got to where I, I kind of fell off on playing and then tried to get back in. And they've changed like the the honor and ranking system and all these different things, and it was starting to get into too much of the the twelve year old with attitude that you know someone needs to be a better parent for these kids <laughs> type situations to where, yeah, I just, I gave up on, on playing it. But with, with mine, the limitations I was having for any settings, cause I, 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 I'm, I admit I'm kind of loyal to Dell when I get my computers because I will, I find it easy for me cause I, I know most of what you just said, but I don't understand a hundred percent of what you just said. But I know enough to when I, you know, the way they let you build your own computer that I can look at the stats of what they've got and I know, okay, I want to go this one step higher so that my computer's going to be last that bit longer and not going to outdate so quickly. But, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, that, I, so, yeah, that's a good idea too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got the, I've got, I've got great graphics. I got an NVIDIA GeForce whatever in there. I forget the exact specs on it, but I mean, I got a help, great graphics card and everything into my computer great sound system all of it i mean it's got its own little subwoofer built into the bottom of the laptop <laughs> well then you should be play some battlefield for us well but the pro the the limitation i run into is my dsl connection so that it's mm. it's not it's not a computer issue it's a bandwidth issue is what i run into for the for the higher end stuff so i, I but yeah i've learned to modify where we're needed so well so yeah yeah the trick on that the trick on that is uh you do, you have to do the same thing that I'm doing for different reasons. My you know my computer is my graphics card's old, uh, even the nicer one, uh, so it can only handle so much. Uh, and it, once it can't handle it, the frames per second drop. You're gonna have the issue with your bandwidth is is not awesome, so it's gonna drop your frames per second. Yeah. But you can deal with it the same way. The lower you the lower you put your graphics, the less bandwidth you need. Right. Yeah, I, so, yeah, yeah, and I've I've learned to go optimal or tweak as needed. But I'm, <laughs> I just had a flashback to the old days. I remember the first time I played online with other people was playing StarCraft, mm-hmm. original StarCraft, sure. and it was people on. And that was this is back in the dial-up days of playing. And so there would be bits where we got like a uh, a five-person game going, and you'd be going along and all of a sudden lagging. Lagging, lagging, lagging. Okay, now someone's back on it. And it's always some, somebody in the group always had one connection that was shit. <laughs> I want I want to think EverQuest was probably the first one because uh, there was a big gap in my computer uh, owning experience when I was like uh, eight or nine. My uh, 
uh, dad, just before I didn't see him for quite a while, bought me and my brother a, a Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that for a while. And then I didn't have a computer, even though I was interested in them and kept up on them. And I knew other people that had them and I understood the technology, but I didn't own one until 1999, maybe 98, somewhere right around, mm-hmm. somewhere right around 2000 when I started playing EverQuest. Uh, yeah, that's that's why I bought the computer for was to uh, was to play EverQuest, and that was probably the almost definitely the first game that I played online with other people. Very yeah. soon after that, I played other games like uh, Counter Strike a little bit, uh, Age of Empires, uh, you know, lots of other mm-hmm. games that probably came out before EverQuest, probably. Uh, yeah. But but since EverQuest was the game that got me playing, uh, and which and, be, and the reason I bought a computer, there's I can't see how any other game could have beat me to it. Yeah. See, for me, it was, uh, my first computer was, uh, some knockoff of, uh, an Apple IIc. Not a 2E, a 2C. <laughs> and, uh, played that for a while. I mean, it's, uh, mostly played chess on it. I mean, it, it's so far back. This is back when it was like, uh, fifth, fifth grade, fourth right. or fifth grade. And so after that, though, my, you know, my parents had a computer and I, do some stuff now and then on it and like uh playing doom good old shareware and uh, then, i remember i remember very vaguely uh in the early 80s my uh dad having a computer that had a uh a zork style text adventure yes. concerning concerning, yes. uh, uh, concerning dracula or something like that yeah yeah because yeah. this was uh what, i think my parents computer then it was uh dos 3.2 <laughs> but then um after that it was uh yeah, I didn't really have computer available until, uh, yeah, I moved in with my wife and she had an old, uh, compact computer of some type that I remember playing, uh, as well as playing StarCraft, playing, uh, original Diablo and played some of that online. Cause I remember my buddy Stevie, his dad, uh, he had a character that hunted, uh, player, uh, PK's player killers in the, the, uh, on Blizzard Net, he has char- had the characters uh, decked out to look just like a noob, so that you'd have all these PKs that would come running up with their string of ears on their character and try to kill him and do no damage, and he would take him out with one shot because he had him so overpowered. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after that, that was when uh, Diablo 2 was coming out, and I remember taking my wife's computer to the local computer store because it didn't have enough memory in it. So we upgraded that thing to. 256 megs. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I see as, like, like, as I'm sitting here on a laptop now, less than, yeah, about 10, yeah, 15 years later, I'm going to come on a laptop that's got a full terabyte. <laughs> right. Yeah, I see, like, uh, I, right now, my, my current computer has 10 gig. It's got an empty slot, so I was considering raising it up some, but I, I don't mm-hmm. think that helped too much. Uh, uh, my roommate said he had had eight, and his uh, son had sixteen. And the only difference that they could tell was that his loaded in quicker. Yeah, yeah. The, the actual gameplay was the same, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not just not sure if I want to spend forty or eighty bucks just to have it loaded in a little quicker. Yeah, right. At what one point do you how much you want how much money do you want to throw at an old computer? Which right. is sad because this computer is only like two or three years old. It's yeah. a six core fucking ten gig computer. It's mm-hmm. just it was just you know only. Fucking eight hundred dollars or something, right? So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at the time, dude! I think that was about a show, wasn't it? Yeah, 
trying to think of anything else of oddity or note that's occurred. Um, I am thinking about going to go see uh, Kingsman today because uh, it's my normal. So fucking cheesy, dude. Well, it really does. <laughs> but that's the whole thing that the, at least my other friends who have seen it and love it is because it's a great callback to uh, one. It's based on a comic book, and two. It's uh, written by Mark Millar, who did uh, Kick-Ass, Wanted, and uh, oh, it's another Millar property that's been made into a movie. Um, but also, it's got great callbacks to James Bond style of stuff. But no, I've never seen that coming. But it's actually it's actually it's actually a rated R movie because of the violence <laughs> and, huh. and the graphicness. So it's not going to be the the cheesy James Bond stuff. It's going to be some some kick-ass and stuff. Plus, dude, it's got Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's a good movie, but when I first saw it, I was like, <laughs> I need, I need some, I need a palate cleanser a little bit because I've been watching horror movies all last week doing research for the other podcasts. So I'm, I need, I need something a little more. Refreshing. I need, I need something like oh, you know, something cleansing and refreshing, like a whole bunch of people getting shot. It's, <laughs> well, it's way better than seeing someone that get ripped off. I mean, it's all relative, really, right? <laughs> Well, I did buy the Blu-ray for Big Hero 6 yesterday, so I could watch that, too. I kind of <laughs> want to see that. I, I, I have a secret fondness for uh, some for witty uh, uh, cartoons. It's got to be a good one. Like any, Most of the bad ones are just fucking bad. <laughs> you know, uh, well, it's a I, Disney property, so rarely are you going to go bad with a Disney property. Granted, it's, it's another one that's based off a comic book, so... I mean, it depends what your idea of bad, of, you know, going bad is. Like, I have no interest in seeing The Little Mermaid. It's not a bad movie, but it's a kid's movie, and it's not like, oh my god, slapstick funny. Like, Aladdin, eh, I can watch Aladdin. Aladdin right. has enough Robin Williams funny shit into it that, and obviously, uh, movies like The Incredibles is a great movie. Uh, oh yeah. Well, the whole thing is, once you, once you started getting into the Pixar era, there's a bit of sensibility that changed even just in the straight up Disney movies. And so, yeah, when you're still back in the Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast era back then, but then once you shifted to, say, stuff like Lilo and Stitch and uh, uh, Rapunzel. I like the Rapunzel's funny as hell movie. <laughs> but there's still bad Frozen. Out there. And Frozen. I like right, Frozen. Uh, like my girlfriend made me. Trust me, made me is the, is the great turn of <laughs> uh, Watch a uh, cartoon uh, named called The Nut Job, I think it was. Oh yeah. yeah, she didn't realize she was yeah. forcing me to watch it. <laughs> I mean, if she if she would have known, she wouldn't have done it. Let's put it that right. way. Uh, but you know, I'm trying to be nice. It's, and, it's it's payback for what you did with the red wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that movie was fucking horrible. <laughs> like, oh god, what you know? It was everything that I that, that I didn't like about a fucking kids' movies, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, and yeah. I've already blotted most of it out of my memory, so I can't really give good examples of why I didn't like it. But which is perfectly fine. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not going to bring up your PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> your mind protects you for reasons. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of protecting the mind, we should probably cut this uh, short so that uh, people can go out and do their things. We realize you guys got a busy life. That's why we don't do a super long podcast because we're courteous people. We know you got shit to do. No, it's more like you're hungry and you want to get some dinner. Okay, they might be that too. <laughs> Before you get to traffic, I'm trying to be altruistic. <laughs> uh, so, uh, where, where you want people to hook up with you if, or reach out to you? Uh, well, Gosh. okay, if you if you want to get a hold of me uh, via email, you can email me at passivej at gmail I'm also on the Twitter, so I'm passivej as well. Uh, if you want to hang out with me in real life, uh, go on down to Muldoon's. I'll be there in about a half hour. 
Uh, other than that, uh, get your own life. Uh, for myself, you can catch me over on Twitter as well at underscore Duckman underscore. You can catch us both on the Facebook page for our podcast, Barely Adequate. Uh, check out my blog, Making Through the Middle, that I've still been pretty good about getting weekly posts up. And uh, also, uh, if you are a fan of horror movies, uh, check out my other podcast, uh, The Podcast Macabre. Uh, we've got our own Facebook page, and uh, two new episodes just went up yesterday that we have a discussion of horror movie remakes and reboots. And in part two of the episodes, it's quite funny that our friend Dawn has about a 10-minute... Uh, essentially, she threw the gauntlet straight at Bruce Campbell's big chin. And, uh, yeah, it's... it's it's uh, Joe and I were both giggling quite, quite strongly <laughs> because Dawn was pissed. She she has issues with the uh, the way Bruce Campbell promoted uh, the Evil Dead re- reboot, <laughs> so <laughs> it's fun it's it's worth listening to just for that, folks. But hey, enjoy the whole thing. Yeah. So I guess that does us for this week, sir. I believe it does. Okay. So until next time, folks. May your week be blessed and your body mass be less. Yeah, Joey's all bummed out. Uh, he wanted to borrow some money from Chandler, but Chandler wasn't having any of it. He went to go to see Seacrest, but Seacrest was out. <laughs>